Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We're Here Alone Together, a part of the Daddy Unscripted podcast, but a little side road that we're taking, talking to all kinds of people all over the world about what life is like for them, what life is like for them in this time of COVID and quarantining and social distancing and all of those terms that we had never heard of uh, six months ago. I mean, we've heard of quarantine, but really it didn't mean what it means now to us. So thank you so much for coming to this episode. Thank you for telling your friends about it. That might seem presumptive of me, but I feel safe in presuming and assuming that you guys are saying to your friends in your conversations, hey, did you listen to that new episode of what? The Daddy Unscripted thing? Yeah, that was crazy. That was such a great episode. That guest was amazing and those kinds of things. So I don't think that's too crazy to think you guys are doing that. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for coming here to listen to it yourself. This episode is going to be really cool and I'm very excited. Being fully transparent with you guys, I just recently recorded this episode And I'm coming to you still with the very high energy level that this conversation gave me, the pep in my step that it has given me on this Friday, May 1st, with my friend of a long time now, Anna from Romania, who is, I keep saying she's a doctor, and I will keep probably saying that she is a resident as a dermatologist in Romania and has been so for quite some time. And this has very massively impacted her. And it's been a very unique and different situation out there in Romania than for so many of us here in the United States of America. So I thought it would be very cool to talk with her and get her perspective and what her reality is right now for all of you. So after I do all of my stuff, We will get right into that conversation. I will tell you, Daddy Unscripted is very proud to be a part of Osiris Media. Osiris Media can be found at osirispod.com, and you can check out all of the new things that are coming out through Osiris. All of our normal podcasts as well are amazing, but there's all this new stuff that is still coming out that is being launched as mini standalone podcasts with like anywhere from three to 15 episodes, new stuff coming out. Check that out. Not exactly breaking the internet, but coming pretty darn close, like bending the internet to the point of breaking it. You know, it's not Kim Kardashian's butt, but it's pretty close. So check out OsirisPod.com for all of that. Osiris is proudly partnered with Jambase, Jambase that is always urging you and empowering you and helping you to go see live music. But now they're saying, you know, the go see may be sitting on your couch and watching said musician or band perform from their couch for you. There's a special section on their website that helps you see who is streaming what and when and where. So jambase.com for all of that. I will also remind you that Daddy Unscripted is sponsored by Harry's. Harry's grooming and shaving products are available at harrys.com, but you can get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep 
directly to you and you don't actually need to do a subscription. You can do the subscription service or you can do it as you need, but go to harrys.com backslash daddy to order your trial set and get a special offer for listeners of this podcast only. That's harrys.com backslash daddy. I'm kind of keeping my face in a different state of being because I have to wear a mask to work every day. So having my big, normal, friendly beard isn't exactly what I'm enjoying doing. So I am having to use razors, which is not always my norm, but I'm finding that my reuniting with Harry's products has been fantastic. At normal price, their quality durable blades are only $2 per blade. In this particularly challenging time, you can feel really good about your purchase of Harry's products because as normal, 1% of their proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better healthcare for men and veterans. But during this time, they are also helping support those who need it most right now. And Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the United States. So that's pretty cool. So listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com backslash daddy. And that means you will get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Again, go to harrys.com backslash daddy to start shaving better today. Okay, and now we are ready to get to my conversation with my longtime friend, Anna, who is coming to us directly from Romania. It was really exciting to me, and I think I mentioned this in the episode, but we've known each other for over 10 years, and this is the first time that we've ever voice-to-voice had a conversation at the same time. It's either been through text or email, or if you know me personally, you know I'm a huge user of voice messaging. So I send my voice to people all the time. It helps me not have to type, and that way they can hear my inflection and you know whether I'm joking or not, they can catch that in my messages. So this has been a monumentous day as our first time talking and having a normal conversation. And you all are going to get to hear that as we talk about what life is like for Anna in Romania right now. So let's get right to that conversation between myself and Anna. There's a tradition here that most of us should have a saint name. And it's usually, if you're not born on the on that date, the next thing from your birthday on. So I was huh. born on the 9th on St. Anna, but my name was supposed to be Anna Maria from the start. So hmm. I, I just got lucky. So if somebody, if I'm a parent in Romania and I... So you're, you're born on the 25th of yeah. November. Correct. Very good. St. Andrew is on the 30th. So you would have been named uh, Timothy Andrew. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. So what if I'm a parent in Romania and I don't 
give my child uh, any kind of saint name. Yeah, you go to hell. Yeah, I was going to say, like, straight to am, hell. am, am straight I just the hell. worst person in the world if I do that? Yeah, of course. And you're also damning your child. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not, that, <laughs> it's not that common anymore. But yeah, people, people still do it. And are there, like, the older people, like, I don't know, is, is the whole OK Boomer thing alive and well in romania yeah of course okay so it, if a boomer is meeting somebody and their name is like tika masala and it's not a saint's name do they like kind of give them a, a sideways look and kind of look no, down on them no, no nobody cares oh okay okay so we are here with a new episode of what which is we're here alone together, which I almost wish I had made it we're here all together. But I don't know, sometimes people feel alone and we really aren't because we're all here together. And we are joined by Anna, who is in Romania and is not a transplant. She is full 100% Romanian. And I've known you, gosh, how long have we known each other since... I think 14 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And this is this is remarkable. So it's remarkable to me. And maybe some of you will give it at least a mild, ooh, or wow, that's kind of cool. But this is the first time in all those 14 years today that we've actually like talked to each other at the same time, which is pretty remarkable. So, but welcome. Thank you for sitting and talking with me about what is going on in your life. If I made this podcast a drinking game, it would be like, take a drink every time we say the word what. Okay. I don't have a drink right now, but... I, I, I don't either. I have some coffee. I'll take a swig of coffee every time I use that word. Okay. But for those of you playing at home and when you're listening to this again, Anna, because I assume like in some months when people can be together, like you're going to invite friends over to your place. Do you call it a flat out there? An apartment? What do you call it? Apartment, yeah. Okay, so when you invite your friends over and say, hey, come over, we're going to listen to my podcast episode that you all can sit around and take a shot of whatever it is you're drinking every time that we say the word what. Uh, Excuse me, what? (laughs) (laughs) See, there you go. Yeah. And if if you're just repeating it, then I know you're just trying to get everybody drunk. Yeah. Oh, well. So... Anna, who is living in Romania and is a doctor, what is your actual title as a doctor? Do you just say I'm a doctor or are you a doctor of blank? I am a resident right now. So yes, resident doctor in dermatology. Okay. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So uh, I was born and raised in Bucharest, Romania. I have one older brother. His name is Andrei. He's an engineer. And uh, my parents are both retired right now, but um, my father used to work in the army. And uh, Mm. my mom uh, in the police, but she wasn't on the field. No, she just worked in an office. So we wouldn't see her on Romanian cop buddy shows? No, unfortunately not. (laughs) So your parents are still... They live in your childhood home or no? 
Uh, no, they moved a few years ago. I stayed in my brother's apartment for a while when they moved. And then I moved by, uh, by myself. Uh, they still live in, in Bucharest, just not in the same, uh, in the same place. Hmm. And it, is your brother still there in or near Bucharest as well? Yeah, he actually just came back from, uh, from the UK. He quit his job there and came back right before this whole thing blew up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Once this all, let's say a month before this all was going on, what was the difference? Well, I know now it's completely out of whack, but you were going into, what, the hospital every day for your work days? Yeah, I work in a hospital. Um, we have inpatients. We have just consults. We do small surgery. We do uh, dermoscopies. So there's a lot of stuff going because it's an emergency hospital. Mm. So we have a lot of patients. We used to do um, visits after work to see the patients that were uh, that were admitted in the hospital. Yeah, so um, that was about it. That's my job. And then when this all, when COVID started happening, how quickly was the change made to what your normal kind of work thing was? Uh, pretty quickly. We had a shelter in place since the beginning of March. And that's when um, I started to stay at home more, only going maybe once or twice a week at work, uh, doing in rotation with my other colleagues. And then uh, from the 16th of March, uh, there was a complete lockdown and all the dermatology residents were pulled out from their hospitals and assigned to do this um, info line. It's like a national info line called Tel Verde where people can call and find out information about the COVID or, or the latest news about all the rules that we should follow. So hmm. all of us and all the um, stomatology uh, residents were pulled out from their hospitals and assigned to do this. And this is like maybe two or three times a week. It depends on the schedule. And you just get calls from everywhere just asking, can I go and do that? Can I go visit my mom? Can I go buy something? So it's not, it's nothing medical. So my life has been completely non-medical for the last two months. Wow. So you were doing that and you were going basically into a call center kind of room, yeah? Uh, it's actually the biggest stadium, football stadium we have in Bucharest. Somewhere in the basement, there are some uh, media rooms and conference rooms. They uh, they just put phones in there and made everything possible so we could get as many calls as we could in one shift. There's about wow. um, let me see about seventy five residents per shift in three rooms. And so you guys are all what like masked up in this small room together just <laughs> taking these calls um when when they first announced that we were going to do this uh, they only had one room so the whole 75 people in one room and then after that another 75 shifts in the same room and then another one and another one so it it was actually pretty dangerous for us as we were getting in contact with a lot of people 
and um, we talked to them and said, you can do this. You you have to put us in in separate rooms or find the system that uh, let us do this from home. Just mm-hmm. re- redirect the calls because that's possible, but they didn't want to do that. So we could do it at home and everybody would have done it a lot more happier if this was possible. But yeah, I mean, the rooms are pretty large. We're not very close to each other. We bring our own surgical masks and gloves. Yeah, I just got my next schedule until the 17th of May. Uh, the lockdown is stopping on the 16th of May. Mm. So, so we got this, the schedule until the 17th, but I have no idea what we're going to do after that. I don't know if they're going to put us back in the hospitals, if they're going to do something else. If you're going to go by rotation to a residence a day, and then you come next week and next week, so you have at least a week of self-isolation at home. So Romania's numbers have been going in a direction that leads them to think the 16th is going to be kind of like grand reopening kind of day? Um, yeah, it's, it's they're calling it a, a slight relaxation because they're not lifting all the rules, mm-hmm. uh, but they are lifting some rules. Uh, right now, you're not allowed to go anywhere without a piece of paper that's basically you say, okay, I'm going out only at the drugstore or to buy food or I have a medical emergency that cannot be done at another time or um, mm-hmm. I have to help my elderly mom that has that can go out. So, and the people over 65 are only allowed to go outside between uh, 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. And then uh, between 7 p.m. and I think 11 p.m., but only for short walks or to walk the dog or to get food. Hmm. So So is somebody actually monitoring this activity? Like if you were to go out with your piece of paper, somebody is uh, what that is a government agent or somebody like that is is checking in with you? There's police everywhere. And there have have been uh, army soldiers on the streets in the most important parts of the Buc- of Bucharest to to control the areas. Mm. So, yeah, I probably get stopped when I go to this info line. I probably get stopped two times on my way there by the police to show them my papers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Have you... So I know when I used to travel to um, other countries, I know that there was... It was almost like normal in especially in the philippines like their security guards i guess as i would equate them here in the u.s they had automatic or rifles or whatever that they were all holding and they would stand at the doorway of like coffee shops of like everything and they weren't asking for papers or anything like that it was just commonplace it wasn't even maybe it was police i don't know if it was but that was just you saw them everywhere is that kind of normal out in romania to any extent to see that no 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 especially not army officers Mm -hmm. Um, especially not but there are a lot of police officers on the street especially today because um the first of may it's labor day in romania so um it's usually a day off from work and it's kind of a big thing people almost everybody's at the seaside on the 1st of May. 
Oh, yeah. Just celebrating. I should have been there right now. Sorry. Are you sorry because I'm not there? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty sad this morning when I woke up I'm and sure. I, I, I realized that it's the 1st of May. I'm not at the seaside because we're not allowed to go from another city, from one city to another. There are a lot of uh, police officers on the streets just controlling people so that they won't go to the seaside because we're not allowed mm-hmm. or that they won't do barbecues in the park. All the parks are closed. So you can only do some physical activity around your house or your mm-hmm. block. So, yeah, I haven't been properly out in two months. Yeah, that's crazy. And the only walking I do is to the supermarket to go get some food. Or something. And what about your dog? My dog lives with my parents. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, I wish I had a dog right now to, to have some reasons to go outside. But I don't. So anybody in your building that has a dog, I mean, I'm assuming that somebody must, do they get to go outside and walk their dog? Yeah, yeah, of course. You you can go outside to walk, to walk the dog, but only around your house. You can't go very far. Hmm. I, I tried to go out and pet some dogs, but the owners wouldn't let me. So we need to get you a dog immediately is what this is all about. I, I cannot wait to get a dog. I'm <laughs> hoping to do this. I mean, I've always wanted a dog. I had a dog since I was nine. Yeah. And then had another dog, but now he lives with my parents. So I, I always wanted my own dog. Can't wait to probably adopt. Yeah. Do they have... So out here, we have a lot of people who have adopted and have fostered dogs from rescues. Like if... Let's say May 17th. Are you in a position where you would be able to like connect with some kind of organization or some kind of something and say, I will take this home- dog home today? Unfortunately, not because um, I, I don't have my own place now. I pay rent to live here, and mm-hmm. the, the owner or the landlord does not allow pets. Oh. Yeah, he sucked. So <laughs> I just want to move somewhere where I can get a dog and do that as quickly quickly as possible. I follow a yeah. lot of a lot of shelters from Bucharest and around Bucharest. And All the dogs that they have and saying, if only. If only. Yeah. yeah. What is your landlord's first name? Uh, Marianne. Marianne, you suck. <laughs> yeah, I I told him. I actually told him you suck. It's just a dog. He won't do anything. Yeah. I won't get a puppy. He won't chew. He won't poop in the house. He won't be in the house. But no. Well, hopefully you're able to figure that whole thing out soon. So especially as somebody who is doing what you are doing and is in some form of assisting other people in your previous normal and in your current in a different way what is your life like at home what are you doing to kind of keep sane and how many phone calls and video calls or whatever are you doing with your friends and or family etc um i actually feel pretty useless right now because uh, i'm not doing my job i can go to the hospital and do my job and uh, i have friends that still go to the hospital because they work in infectious diseases or emergency care and um, they are in in a huge amount of danger working with the patients 
and I worry mm-hmm. about them a lot. But I, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going and answering some calls and telling people the same stuff that they could hear on the TV if they paid some attention. So I feel like I'm not doing what I was supposed to do. I'm feeling pretty mm-hmm. useless, but I, I can't do anything. I mean, I can just march into a hospital and say, hey, I volunteer to, to do something. You can't do that here. Yeah. So uh, I'm just keeping in touch with all my friends. They're mostly doctors in the same situation as I am. Most of them staying home. Uh, I have been doing uh, FaceTime or video calls with my friends this the past two months, I think every day. And be- before these this two months, I think I have never done a video call with my friends mm-hmm. ever, ever. ever except with my friend that lives in the UK. So, um, you know, we talk every day. We didn't talk every day before. My parents are fine. I'm glad that they are retired and at home safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty worried about them in the start, but now I think they're going to be fine. My, my brother is fine. He's expecting a baby. So Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to be an, an uncle because he's a boy. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> make you an uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's some news for you. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I can't wait for that. I don't know. I've been watching TV, cleaning the house a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. I used to do that a lot before, so probably I'm not very in a very staying state of mind right now, cleaning the house every day. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Just reading, listening to music watching Netflix, doing puzzles. So today, I have a friend, also a friend through Flickr, Jess, who she was talking about something yesterday and was declaring her May, mindfulness May, I think she called it for herself, and she's going to do more kind of things that are better for her sanity and stuff like that. And I don't know if you saw it, but um, I was thinking earlier today and just created my, what did I say? May laughter rain or something like that. Hashtag <laughs> TM. Um, rain like R-E-I-G-N, not like April showers, May flowers raining yeah. down on us. Nobody's going to steal that. <laughs> you don't have to trademark it. Nobody's going to steal Oh, gosh. Harsh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I find myself like I watch a ton of heavy stuff. I like things that have more meat on their bones like Ozark. I don't typically watch a lot of sitcoms or things like that. You know, my wife will watch Friends over and over and over and over again and I I just usually want something that's a little heavier and kind of does more uh for me. That sounds weird, but <laughs> I've decided today that for this entire month i'm not going to watch any of that i'm just going to watch comedies and have you seen out- outsider though yeah, i watched outsider that will not fall into may laughter <laughs> rain on a, i don't know uh what makes you laugh but that um, did not make me laugh very much uh what else did i watch i watch a lot of stuff so unfortunately i have a lot of time so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i watch that's okay though no, it's not okay. I should be doing something with my life for for anyone else, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm just at home. 
Do I watch a lot of stuff? Do you feel like uh, wh- when I was saying that I was going to ask like do you feel like you have made any kind of a switch to think okay this is kind of a heavy time things are kind of serious whatever I'm going to maybe try and lighten my own mood or because I hadn't thought about doing that until just now really um do you have you found yourself doing that at all or are you just kind of doing your normal thing I'm doing my normal thing because I I usually watch a lot of fun stuff or a lot of stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. so uh the only thing I have been doing to keep myself sane is not watching the news as much because Mm, yeah I I haven't seen any other news about anything else except the COVID stuff for two two months. So I, every time you open the TV, it's only that, only only Mm -hmm. only that. So I only watch it like for five minutes a day to see how many new cases there have been in Romania or how many deaths or whatever to to keep myself informed because people usually ask this when they call that line. Yeah, and I have to read all the new laws. So I have to know all of that stuff for the for the info line. I don't watch TVs. That's the that's the only thing that I I noticed that um, at the beginning of March I was watching TV like it was on nonstop, mm-hmm. and I was just watching TV. Oh, there's been a new case and a new case and a new case and a new case, and that was making me very very anxious. So I just stopped watching the news completely. Only five minutes a day. I read about Romania and then I read a bit about what's happening in the world. That's all. I know when we talked some weeks ago, you were telling me about some of the craziness about how a lot of this kind of spread into Romania and the, all the people who were traveling from Italy to Romania and basically lying about their yeah. travels so that they could come back into the country and not have to go into quarantine. And Yeah, unfortunately, I think Romania is the, the only... Uh, country around the world which has a lot of doctors infected because of patients lying about their condition or about their travels um that has been really sad actually that a lot of doctors have been um quitting their jobs because of that because they mm. wouldn't, they wouldn't get the right to equipment to go to work yeah the, well the president they will get a 500 euro bonus at the end of the month for this and they freaked out was like we do not want the 500 euros we want the right equipment to work in the hospital that's all we are asking for so um i mean in my point of view romania has been doing pretty well because uh, we got the shelter in place and then the lockdown pretty early so there are only about 12,000 cases here i think so yeah the first case was documented here 65 days ago and uh, now we are at about 12,000 cases around the mm. country. So we've been doing fine. And I, I think that's why uh, they're lifting the rules on the 16th of May. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoping not to get a big, a big boom after the 1st of May. Because as I told you, people were pretty serious about the 1st of May. More serious than about the Easter, which was, what, two weeks ago? So... Um, hoping that we won't get a big boom of cases right now so that we could lift the first rules on the 16th of May and just uh, be able to go outside without that paper. Yeah. 
that's the first road which will be lifted. You can't go from another city, from one city to another, but you can go outside and walk further than around your block. I hope there's some full video footage of well choreographed. I mean, people could be working on some amazing, what were those? Oh, flash mobs. Flash mobs, yeah. <laughs> that are socially distanced properly, but in the streets of so many different countries. I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> sure that on the 16th of May, everybody will be outside. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty hard keeping us inside right now. I don't know how it is where you live, but here people are pretty upset about staying indoors for so long. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely sure that everybody will be outside on the 16th of May. And uh, since we are not allowed to go to another city, everybody will be in Bucharest, outside, on the streets, doing yeah. doing nothing for no one. I'm sure that will be the case, but I'm hoping it won't be. I still have hope. Yeah, I had hope for my concert this year, which I was anxiously waiting for, which are now all canceled. So I'm keeping hope for the people of Bucharest. Yeah. Well, I'm hopeful for it for all of you. It's a it's a good kind of reward for what sounds like you guys really doing the hard work of the hard and sucky work of being smart and diligent. And even even if and even though it's been something where you've had to have the army and the police involved. Oh, people are still going out without a justified reason to go. Uh, There are around 10,000 tickets given uh, in 24 hours. Wow. For people people just going outside and doing stuff that they're not allowed to. 10,000. That's a lot. A lot of people. That would be the case here, too. I mean, it's, you know, as you were saying, like, you don't know what it's like out what we're doing it's right now is at a very interesting time here in Southern California because the governor of the state um, just yesterday felt compelled to shut down all of the beaches in the County that I live in because there were so many people that flooded some of the beaches that were still open um, last weekend. I mean, people coming from all around to go to these, couple of beaches that were not closed and so people are pissed like all over people are very very angry and and you know that's why i say like it's not even to the point where it is out there like there is nobody here here standing around and asking for your papers or whatever there are people out and about doing stuff like all over and on trails walking or riding their bikes or whatever it may be so yeah I'm happy we are not close to the beach. Bucharest is about three hours away from the seaside. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would have been bad if there was a, a beach near us because people would have been on the beach all day, every day, getting yeah. getting fined and then going home and going out on the beach on the next day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There I mean, was one guy who I think pretty early on was in i think the first weekend out here he was going to surf at one of the beaches um around us and he got a thousand dollar fine and they put that on everything and pretty much i think that ended up keeping a lot of people from 
thinking about doing the same thing. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of people complaining on Facebook or Instagram or everywhere right now that, look, I got a fine for going to visit my friend somewhere around Bucharest. And uh, a lot of people complain around here as well. But yeah. um, for the most part, I think we follow the rules pretty good. So. It sucks, but you've got to feel like the kind of pat on your back for doing the right thing for not only for yourself, but because of the way that this spreads and you don't believe any of this. If you're a hoax person and I'm sorry, I don't know why you're even listening to this podcast if you are, (laughs) but I mean, you're doing the right thing for so many other people that are around you that are potentially getting it. So, so good, good job Anna. I know it's not easy. Uh, Oh, well, I hope, gonna be over soon it it feels it feels like it's never ending i mean it feels like it's never ending and uh, especially since all the concerts and festivals were put off until the next year it just just seems like this year there's nothing happening nothing gonna happen never again yeah i was supposed to go um in july in italy for a, a concert which I have been waiting for since I was a teenager. Who was this for? My chemical romance. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. My wife was just talking about my chemical romance because they're playing out here, or they were supposed to, and she was talking about our friends who are going and how she would want to go, but they're sure it's going to you know, not happen. And well, Considering that they just got, got back together in December, Mm-hmm. And uh, they announced concerts in Europe, which is never heard of before. Yeah. Okay, not in Romania, but I can go to Italy. It's fine. Uh, I I can't tell you how excited I was about this, and I actually found someone that wanted to go with me <laughs> because <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Not not everybody listens to emo music anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Um, in the the last part of February, when cases were popping up in Italy, we were just saying, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's only going to be a few and we're going to be able to go in July. But uh, as you well know, uh, Italy has been really, really affected by this. Yeah. And uh, everything is shut down for the rest of the year. So there's nothing else happening. Well, fortunately... From what I saw on your Instagram today, Snoop Dogg has paid you many visits <laughs> yeah, in your yeah. apartment. Yeah, it's the second time he's been <laughs> he's been around my place dancing. So, <laughs> uh, so that should keep you happy. Yeah, that, that's my life now. It's yeah, just me and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he's making the rounds. Yeah, not to. <laughs> Not, not to um, say anything badly about your very personal relationship with him, but I'm sure he's... Uh, have you seen him at other people's places? I don't want to say... I don't want to out him. Oh, man. But you might want to look around a little bit. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a call as soon yeah. as this is over. So. Yeah. When he's done dancing to um, Careless Whisper in your house, <laughs> <laughs> you should find out what where else he's dancing to the hits of the 80s. 
Yeah. Well, I I I wonder what people listening to this will think about Snoop Dogg dancing to Careless Whisper in my in my living room. Yeah. Well, they should be. <laughs> hey guys, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Please, nobody follow me. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out of your very busy <laughs> dancing with Snoop. Uh, day today to come on and talk to us about what your old normal was like for telling us all about your situation that is very unique to a lot of us that are here in the U.S. I think it's um, really interesting to hear how different people globally are dealing with this and especially with all of the different things that you are used to doing that you are still doing and i will say this like as emphatically and with as much meaning as i possibly can because i don't know how strongly you are using this word when you say it but you are not useless you are very far from useless and you even though you are living in your place alone you are not alone i'm glad that you are having your video calls with people and your talks daily. These are so important to all of us and to so many people. And I'm incredibly grateful for our long friendship. And this will not be hopefully the last time that we talk at the same time to one another. But uh, I just really want to say that as like cheesy and whatever as it may sound. And the probably like sitcom music that should be playing behind me during while I'm saying this, but you are 100% like so far from useless. And I'm glad that you are here and there in this world as people are listening to you globally talk about your relationship with Snoop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I mean, yeah, Thank you for having me and thank you for the nice words, but uh, at least they will for sure now be wondering what Snoop Dogg is doing in my living room. So. <laughs> this is going to like go on TMZ. Yeah, afterward. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh man, I'm going to be famous at last. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for having me. Stay safe. Okay, and that is the end of my conversation with Anna talking about what her life is like out there in Romania and what she has been doing differently than her norm and how she is kind of coping, getting by, getting through all of this craziness. And I think she speaks what a lot of people are feeling and thinking and how some people are feeling about not being at work, whatever that may mean. But that word that she used, it like kind of stabbed me a little bit when she said it. And again, that's kind of why I said, I don't know what strength you are putting behind this word, but for somebody to say that they feel useless, it gave me great pause. And I really, it just clunked around in my head and in my ears with a very yucky feeling because in my very empathetic 
way of life of really caring about people and humankind and wanting to show extreme kindness to others. Hearing somebody say that, especially somebody that is a friend of mine like Anna is, it just it really affected me as she said that. And I know that that is not a crazy thing to think that there are people out there that are feeling quote unquote useless right now and that are feeling like they aren't doing anything. They can't do anything. They aren't doing anything. I know that is one of the harsh thoughts that are going on in some people's echo chambers as like for Anna, who is living alone. God, I just, I know that that is a real thing for a lot of you out there that are living alone. Or for some of you, like I've said in some of my other things that are living in a house with other people, but that's not making you feel any less alone because of your potential detachment, whether it's emotional detachment or whatever that may be from the other people that you are residing in that home with. And I can't say this with enough fervor. Number one, you are not alone. None of us are alone. You may be alone in the sense of the word that there is nobody there with you right now, but so many of us are feeling these things, going through these emotions and thoughts and these pitfalls and the negativity that is able to so much more easily right now bounce around, like I said, in that echo chamber that you may feel like you are in. But please take it to heart that you are not alone. There are people who are your friends, your family, your coworkers that would love to talk with you. You don't have to be telling them your deepest, darkest thoughts if you don't feel like they are the safe person or feel comfortable doing that with them. But like Anna was saying about having way more conversations with some of her friends and having video calls for the first time ever, I encourage you all to find those people, whoever they may be in your life, and talk with them. As Anna was talking, I was thinking that is one of the benefits that has come from this. And that is one of the things I know that a lot of people have started doing. And I know they're those shamers, those haters, and the people that will mock other people like, we don't need to see your posts of every one of your Zoom conversations of people that we don't know. And yes, you may not need to see that, but I am applauding all of you who are doing that, who are reaching out and having these calls with multiple people in your life, however many times you're doing it in a week or in a day, like keep doing that. That's so important. That is one of the things that people have talked about, about what feels so wrong about this to so many of us is we don't feel human right now because we are not having what we need, which is conversations, interactions, touch, any of those things that we are missing out on. So do what you can to make those things happen with the right people in your life. And as I try to say in all of my episodes and leave this here, I will absolutely put this out for you. If things are really bad and you feel like you need to reach out to somebody at a much higher level, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273- 8255. I 
have a Google Voice number for any of you to use at any time. You don't have to give me your name. You don't have to tell me anything. Sometimes you just need to say things and you don't need anybody to do anything else but listen. If you do want me to reach back out, then leave me your number. I will absolutely reach back out to you in a safe way or via email or whatever. But that Google number is 872-444-6784. So you guys have that number. I wanted to make sure I put those. Those will also be in the show notes. Like I said, check out OsirisPod.com for some of the other podcasts. Go to jambase.com if you love music and miss seeing music and need to find where you can see people playing music or streaming music from their house or whatever it may be. If you need to trim your beard or you're just done with your quarantine mustache, go to harrys.com backslash daddy to get your trial set delivered to your house for your shaving needs. Again, a big thank you to Umphreys McGee for letting me have their music on my podcast. Go to umphreys.com to see what they are doing. They're doing a ton of stuff. Love you guys. So happy you're doing all that you are doing and staying out there and staying creative. A humongous thank you to Anna for being a part of the podcast, for coming a little bit out of her comfort zone to have that talk with me. I really appreciate it, Anna. The biggest of hugs to you right now. And again, let your friends know about this podcast. You can drop me a line at daddyunscripted at gmail.com. You can send me a line through any of my social media avenues, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. I'm on all of those as Daddy Unscripted. As I said, if you want to join me in hashtag May Laughter Rain, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to watch any heavy shows this entire month. I'm going to watch all comedies and see what that does for not only my attitude and my mood, but as well for potentially for my sleep. Because, you know, even though using apps like Balance have done a lot for me, like I know that I'm still also kind of having some heavy dreams because of what I'm watching shortly before I'm going to sleep. So I'm going to try to clean that up as well. You guys, we are going to make it through this. We are here alone together, but take those first and last words of this. We're together. We really are. Thanks, you guys, for listening. Keep your eye out for the next episode of this that shouldn't be too far away and my normal Daddy Unscripted episodes, which also shouldn't be too far away. Thanks again. Have a great day. Be safe. Keep yourself sane, whatever that means. Doing a dance video like I've done and embarrassed myself in some places, whatever it means for you, keep doing what you need to do and don't let other people shame you for that. Keep in touch with the things that fulfill you, that make you happy, that make you smile. And I will do that right alongside with you guys. Okay. Thanks again, everybody. Mm